morning, Randy. Good morning, William, and welcome to the Way Station podcast. Why, thank you, sir. It's nice to see your face this morning. And to you. I'm, uh, I'm excited to go to your Tesla event this evening. Tesla event. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm a volunteer youth minister at our local congregation, and uh, we have to think of cool things to do with the youth every week. And one of the things we thought it'd be cool to do would, because kids, we, we were doing this thing like, what, what car would you have if you could? And lots of people were like, Tesla Roadster. And then we chatted about Teslas for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, did, did you guys want to ride in Tesla? Everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, I know a guy <laughs> who has a cool Tesla and does a fine job demoing, by the way, which you've all experienced. <laughs> I took, uh, I demoed people that are related to me. Yeah. I'm a little bit more casual with their lives than I think I am with other people's lives. But I see. Yes. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we tried some cornering events in the Tesla. Yeah. How'd that go? Pretty cool. Feels like, feels like that car would corner pretty well. It corners kinda really has, well. Kind of has a bulldog stance. Yeah, bulldog stance and all the weights on the bottom where the battery is. So mm. yeah, you're you're cruising. I can hit, I can accelerate through pretty steep curves at very fast speeds. <laughs> Briefly, but I thought yesterday, like, uh oh, uh, I probably should rotate my tires at some point so I don't really mess them up. I had a brief tragic relationship with a low cost Porsche. Ooh. And um, what do you mean low cost? What does that mean? I, mean, I, I, got, I got a great deal on this convertible Porsche, and, uh, and which, uh, which one? The one that the only one that you've ever seen. Did you do you remember that I used to drive that around the little blue Porsche? No, I never saw that. Oh, uh, when we first moved here, I had one. Ooh, uh, it was great. Aren't you? Okay, but so I'll, all great. that to say, yeah, I, I didn't get one of the super fast Porsches. It was just it's just a, it's a Porsche, a, low, a cool one. Yeah. yeah, it was just a fun, yeah, fam like. You know, was it a nine fourteen or is a? It, it was a Boxer. Oh. I like, fine. I like the Boxster. Yeah. So what I learned though is even the the low cost Porsches can yes. corner like a cat on crack, <laughs> like like ninety degree angles going forty, and it doesn't even squirt. I want I to mean, say something like, "How well does a cat on crack actually corner, Randy?" Just imagine a cat tweaking. Just imagine how fast they can just. <laughs> a cat on crack. Got it. I have this vision of a cat with a crack pipe. <laughs> Lighten up. And then just taking corners. <laughs> we can't do uh, drug-themed stuff this time because there was a drug-themed message in our last podcast. Yeah, that kind of was, huh? I feel like we, I feel like we dissuaded some people. <laughs> so come on back, friends. Okay, we don't do drugs, and <laughs> neither don't. one of us have license for any type of drug. No. Except for maybe, you know, allergy it's, medicine. It's just saying a cat on... I think, I think I already said it wrong. Like, a tweaker is not actually someone on crack. A tweaker is someone that's on meth. So yes. there you go. I don't even know my drug, my yes. drug lore. I'm just, no, yeah, we're bad. I'm a drug amateur. We're, 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 we're not really good on that. <laughs> hey, uh, saw Cruella. Okay. Dude. So we spent a fair amount of time. We got two episodes in on Cruella, but let's hear what William has to say. Dude, it's so good. It's good. It right? is really good. <laughs> uh, and so we watched it. We were going to go to the movies, and my wife's like, well, let's just stay home because, you know, we can it, rent it. it would, yeah, it's on you would Disney Plus. Sa- you would actually save money had you stayed home. Yeah, and that's what, that's how she pitched it to me. She didn't really want to go out. It is $30 in Disney Plus, but going to the movies in California is $14, $15, $16. I don't know. I can tell you that I very rarely you might have saved $2 watch. $2 in the deal. What's that? Had you stayed, you might have saved $2. <laughs> $2, yes. No, but now, the many, as many times as it's been played since we've ordered it, yeah, no, I've really saved. Oh, oh, you didn't go out. No. You did stay in. We got Disney Plus. We used it through Disney Plus. Oh, okay. 30 bucks. Okay, okay. Because we had, it would have been three of us, which would have been more expensive to go to the movie. Oh, yeah. Then you lost 50% of that deal. Right. And so we watched it. And then we watched, I think it's been played in, uh, 10 times since we. Oh, wow. Does it hold up on other, on subsequent viewings? Oh, dude. Even the second one's fun. Okay. 
I'm like, cause each of my kids are like, Oh, I wanted to watch it. And we're like, Oh, okay. And so they're watching it and I'll just go sit down again. I very rarely do that. If I've seen a movie, I'll just be like, ah, I've seen that. It's hard to, for me to like get my mind around watching Dude, something the more than one. performances. Oh, they're unbelievable. <laughs> and then what we did is went and watched 101 Dalmatians. Okay. And you could tell this is a pretty, I mean, it's very early. Pretty loose prequel. adaptation. Yeah, but it's very early prequel. You can see that the plot lines could easily get to where she's, um, she's a villain. she is a super villain. Uh, but it's, you know, at this point, it was very early. This is her origin story. And... Yeah. No, I'm not going to ruin it. But the Doesn't hero really. of the whole thing kind of surprised me based on what I thought going into it. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, like, twisty all around. Loved it. So we're uh, we're fans, folks. Disney, you can make cool stuff all you want. Yep. And that's a good one. It's kind of, you know what it reminds me of is uh, when I watched the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the first when one I, was excellent. Yeah, where it just blew you away. Like, where did that come from? The opening scene. The opening scene of the original Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to say Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> the, the the opening scene of the original Pirates of the Caribbean was so amazing where the boat is sinking yes. and he's just going up the mast and up the mast and then he steps off the mask onto the dock. That was such a glorious physical comedy scene. And he did, I think that's, I mean, Johnny Depp's an exceptional actor, I think. He always he does be. weird people. He can be. Yeah, he can be. Some He does hits and miss and he loves these weird this is like, characters. This is an interesting question. Are actors good actors if they can only play extraordinary people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because Johnny Depp plays extraordinary people really well. But he doesn't play regular very well. <laughs> um, I really liked him in 21 Jump Street. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Remember back then? Yeah, I did. I tried to rewatch it because of him. And I found that it's not, it's not rewatching. No, it's not good. But back when, <laughs> back when it was out, it was really cool. Yeah, it was. Because he had cool hair, too. He, did and he was cool the hair. quiet guy in that show. Dude, he was a... He was a Singer in a punk band? He was just—he was like a musician, slung oh. in L.A. with people. I don't know. And someone's like, "You should try for this." He's like, "Yeah, okay." And he just wandered in. I like Johnny Depp as an actor. I think he's interesting. But you know, my mom, my mom, my wife hates Kevin Costner because Kevin Costner pays the same thing in every show. And some people think Denzel Washington does the same thing. But I like both of those guys too. Okay, I've, I had this idea once. It's a dumb idea, but I think it's a funny idea, so I'm going to share it with you. Like, I, I was doing this th- spiel. So, Gary Cooper. Uh, ha- Jack Lemmon said this about Gary Cooper? Or Jack Lemmon was quoting somebody else talking about Gary Cooper. Anyway. Somebody Coop- said something about Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper's is an actor from, from a long time ago who was an unremarkable. He kind of just played a regular guy. Right. And and and, and Jack Lemmon, who's an amazing actor and can play everybody, uh, was asked about it. And he said, he's like, like, yeah, he he just plays every guy. He's like, yeah, but have you ever seen anyone play every guy so so lovably as that guy? Yeah. So all that to say, a lot of people have a beef with Tom Cruise because he kind of just plays Tom Cruise in every in every movie. Yeah, good point. Right? Yeah. So this funny idea I had would be like, but I but I by the way, I'm I'm all in. Like I, every time Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise, I want to watch. <laughs> I am too. I like it. <laughs> so my it seems idea like is, a weird dude, but the, like in the future, they should just name it like. Tom, like if Fast and Furious can make the same movie eight times and just call it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like they're I think, on nine now. Okay, they're on nine now. I think Tom Cruise should just be like, "This is Tom Cruise episode eight. <laughs> and they should just call it Tom Cruise. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Tom Cruise nine. I'm in. I want to see him. Is he on a train? Is he on a helicopter? Is he running on the top of a building? I want to know. <laughs> Tom Cruise ten. I'm trying. You said Gary Cooper, so I'm trying to remember. I, I all I hear is that song in my mind. 
Dressed up like a yeah, Gary putting Cooper. on the Ritz. But who sings duper. it? If you're I thought blue, it was the cast. You don't know what you could do. Why don't you go where fashion says? Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> yeah, remember that, Young Frankenstein. Uh, I don't know who who did it. There's anyway. only a couple of people older than me listening to this podcast, and they're like, "Yeah, I saw Young Frankenstein." That was a good yeah, joke. I saw Young Frankenstein, and it was good. And everybody else was like, "Isn't that?" A so who are those people? So I have that. Okay. I agree with a Kevin Costner take. And and crucially, there's some movies. So he's actually changed, though. His persona used to be lovable laughing guy, American, right? And his new persona is gruff yeah, old, old man. guy, yeah. American. And I don't love gruff Kevin Costner as much as I loved, uh, aw shucks, chuckle. Kevin Have you Costner. watched, um, what's that show he's in? Yelp. I get the hiccups. Yellow yeah, I watched, uh, I watched most of the first season and, and then I, I tapped out. No good. Have you watched it? No. It's actually, I think you'd quite like it. I think you'd actually quite like it. But I just tapped out because basically they're kind of, it's like, what if a super important rancher in Montana wielded power kind of like a mob boss? And so it sort of kind of jumped, to, it's like, look, I don't, I don't believe that there's like cowboy hitmen in Montana. It jumped the shark you know, too it, quick. So, it, well, but, but, I'm saying that, but what I'm telling you is they did a good job of it. So if you if you're in, so like a person that likes Justified, as a person you are, did true. Um, I think you'll find it quite satisfying. But I just tapped out because it was just kind of, it just got a little too HBO for me. You know, it looked I mean? way drama y to me. Too uh, much drama, like character drama, like look, soap um, opera stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I, but I, I don't know but, anything about it's it. It's super well produced and it's well acted. And it's and really high up there on like most watched TV shows. It's pretty good. I mean, look, it's it's pretty good for high drama. I just did two HBO for me means I don't like it when it's, when I'm like, is there a good guy? I don't think there's a good guy. Everyone's just a little bit bad. I don't. I just don't like that. I get tired of that. I mean, I can. Didn't we just talk about a movie that had no good guy and no bad guy? I oh, it was a that stupid Marvel show. Mm -hmm. Falcon and the Winter mm -hmm. Soldier. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's move on. Hey, I got to talk about masks. Masks. <laughs> today, we're, okay, <laughs> folks, today when we're recording, the rumors are, as published in newspapers, that California is finally going to start to take a scientific and reasonable policy toward masks. Yeah, which, we don't have to wear them. Which is, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear them because you don't transmit the virus and you don't get the virus. So Very we often. have two different approaches. Do you want to talk about approaches or do you think that'll hurt people's feelings? No, oh, tell me whatever you're gonna say about masks. What well, my uh, so I'm I I've gone full circle. In the beginning, I was very angry about masks. Okay, and then I was like, whatever. It's yeah. a it's a it's an argument that is very hard. It's a very intuitive argument, right? It looks like it'll work. It looks like it'll help, and people are freaked out. Let's help people. Yeah, out. whatever. So, and your wife was kind of like always saying, like, what does it matter? Just wear a mask. Yeah. Um. And my wife's kind of the same way. And then I got to a point where I started traveling a little bit more. And I'm different states, stuff like that. And they don't have masks. And I realized how irritating masks were, especially when it gets hot. And I can't breathe in them and I have glasses and they get fogged Dude, up. the glasses. It's yeah, a yeah. whole we've, ordeal. We've talked it's, about... It's seriously yeah. a sensory deprivation exercise. Because people can't hear your voice and you yeah. can't see anything. Right. So you rely entirely on hearing to get around. <laughs> Which I'm not so good at right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? This guy yesterday was like, he was basically within... A foot of my head, yeah, talking to me with oh, a mask gosh, on. Oh my god! And then uh, now I'm at a point where I'm just angry when I see people wearing masks. It really makes me frustrated. Like mm. I look at the people, and it's it's not so much that they wear them 
in a building or something like that, or in a situation that seems at least somewhat reasonable. It's when they're like in their car alone. <laughs> yeah, we jogging down the street. You know how unhealthy that is for you? <laughs> it's supposed to be 107 degrees today. For real? People wearing masks outside. I have a similar but slightly gentler take. Here's my similar but slightly gentler take. Um, we, uh, it is this. Some of us wore masks to be polite to those of you um, who, take, who thought it was really important. And we did it because we love you. And you're our friends and you're our family and we love you. So now that the worm is turning and, and it's, it's... You're a really nice guy. It's been shown that masks are... Um, that, that for people who are vaccinated, masks are not uh, necessary or, or effective. People are going to start not wearing masks. And I think that fair play, turnabout is fair play in that it's now time for you to be, be polite and acknowledge that other people feel differently and are going to do the other thing and show them the same love and forbearance that, 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 that they showed you. It's like, well, it's time to change. I feel like I should light a candle. You're I much, you're such a better person than I am because future. I'm just flat out. <laughs> I'm angry at someone that tells me that I have to, by, by way of some weird virtue, that I have to like protect other people and their well, fears. People, well, people that we love feel that way. I know that. And, and people some of that I love. Some of the listen to this podcast. Know, you guys are going to hate me. No, don't. Don't hate me. I'm William. sorry. It's not worth it. I very, very, very much Okay, so, but I had this fear. So here's my fear. Yes, my sir. fear is that we're not, uh, California has been pretty compliant as the mask thing goes. It's become a cultural, you know, understanding. And so my fear is that the ruling is going to come down, but then from the bottom up, people aren't going to do it. And it's going to, there's going to be like a social resistance to going free as, as, as your mama made you. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, okay, so we owe it. We, I need to, I feel, I feel necessary that I start to create the groundswell. Okay. So, so I'm like trying to figure out ways and times when I can politely just have no mask. So I think I figured out a theory and it's, it's, we'll call it the Jonah Davis theory. He's my youngest child. Right. This is your approach. This is my approach, which is when Jonah hears no, he's the youngest child. He smartly just quickly nods, lest, lest I esteem him and to, be, to be my enemy. Right. And then he waits three minutes when whatever he asks me for is out of my head and just gets it and does it. Right. Because <laughs> you have ADD and he knows it. And he knows it. <laughs> he literally, but you can see those faces. He, okay. He walks five feet away into another room quietly, comes back, gets the marshmallows or whatever it is that I said no to. Yep. And he's just all set. Right. And I'm thinking about something else because I have ADD. <laughs> right. I've moved on. So he's a genius. And you're looking at him like, I'm like, wait, if I have ADD. It seems like something's wrong with that. For sure, America has ADD. Yes. So my theory, so here's what I've been doing lately, just to kind of get the groundswell going. I want people to see me wearing no mask in places that are public. Um, so I go in the front door with mask on so I don't incur any wrath of the greeters or whatever. Right. And then as soon as I round the bend, I just take the mask off and I go for as long as I can. And then my, the my, my plan is, it's the Jonah plan, which is if anyone's like, oh, mask, I'm like, oh my gosh. You're right. And I just take my pocket, put it back on, and they walk away, and I take it off again. <laughs> this just shows what a kind this is of... This my plan. Yeah, your, your, your Jonah adoption plan <laughs> is, is one that I, I support. Uh, I don't do it, but because this is me. I don't wear a mask until someone tells me to. And then when they tell me to, I give them the dirtiest look I can conjure, and then I tell them <laughs> uh, something like, you know I don't have to wear this mask. And they look at me like, 
they don't know what to say. So like last <laughs> night, I went. I have a new guilty pleasure. By the way, have you ever had? The, have you had this stuff? It's the frozen lemonade hot dog and a steak. Uh, I have. Dude, and I, it's and so I like good. It. I'm like addicted. Those right? are very. Those are very good. And it's in. So hot dog and a steak is in the mall. Yeah, it's just processed such a way. It's it's kind of like a Slurpee almost. Yeah, they're, it's their lemonade, lemonade that they. Freezes so good. Yeah. Oh, so yummy. Yeah. So yummy. I could. I had I had two large ones last night. Ooh. I shared some with some. I just people. like my stomach just rumbled when you oh, said so that. Good. Like, <laughs> so good. It's and so delicious. I've been like, oh, I've got. Uh, I tasted it for the first time a few days ago, and now I'm like have to go back. So I've been there like three times, but it's in the mall. <laughs> okay. So I walk into the mall without a mask. And right. I basically am daring someone to say something. A rent a cop. Yeah. Uh, employee, someone. I just want someone to say something so I can I can pounce. But, like I'm waiting. But, but William, that's not that's nice. It's not, not the nicest way to live. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> so I walk up to to uh, to hot dog on a stick, and I've been there several times uh-huh. since I've gotten this addiction, right? And no one's ever said anything. But today it looked like there was some kind of manager or something, and she was double masked. <laughs> and I'm like, how does she breathe in that thing? But whatever, she's a worker. Yeah. That might be her company's policy. Sure. And so she goes, Do you have a mask that you could wear while you're ordering? I'm like, No. And she didn't know what to say. So she took my order. Good for her. <laughs> All right. I mean, she should be like, Here's a wad of napkins. If you could dip them in water and then stuff them in your mouth. I had one in my pocket, <laughs> by the way. Because at some point, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fist fight over the thing. No, right? you don't want to get, and I need my lemonade. Because, like, fighting over a mask, it feels like then you become one of the side characters in a Wes Anderson movie where you just kind of look pathetic. <laughs> yeah. You know what Fierce told me the other day? It was the last day of school. I said, Dad, you know what I did the last day of school? Like, I'm I feel like, like Owen Wilson and Royal Tenenbaums would get in, a, like, a fight with somebody about a mask. Just for no reason. <laughs> I like, or, the, or I like the physical... Bill Murray in Royal Tenenbaums as well. I like the physical altercation. It's not something that ever scares me, so I enjoy it. Most people don't, so when they have the guts to say something to me, first of all, I kind of respect it. But the second part, there's always a second level. Like the Kinko's guy was in, went in there and like, sir, sir, you have to wear a mask. And I, I looked at him, gave him my dirty look. He came over and helped me. And I'm like, you do realize that tomorrow I don't have to wear a mask. He goes, yeah. He goes, we actually just had a conference call that I think is the dumbest thing ever. And he's like on my side, like now he wants to be my buddy. And then went out of his way to help me. Well, that's cool. It was cool. And I but wasn't mean to him. What if the script? And what, if, what if instead of like nagging you, they were like, man, I think you look so good in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be like, I'm, I guess I'm going to start wearing this thing all the time. Guy was a, it was a guy. Yeah. It has to be a girl. It has to be like a, a girl that was like, you would look really good in a mask. That's what I'm saying. I'm cool. assuming. It, I bet it was not a guy at the, at the uh, lemonade place. No, no, no. It was an angry woman. Uh, so, uh, the, oh, I have to tell you, so fear says, she, and then you put it on and she's like, mm. <laughs> by the way, I want to say something. The hot dog and a stick is, I'm telling you, they are, if you're an employee there, I think they're trying to embarrass you. Oh no. What? Oh, for sure. So the guys have normal outfits. They have a ball cap oh. and they're striped things. Oh. Have you seen what the girls have to wear? They yeah. have the striped. You know, it's the sleeveless with that weird hat. <laughs> and then, do you see how they make the lemonade? They have to go yeah. like this. Yeah. And so the girls have this strange hat on and this strange striped does, shirt on. It feels a little oompa loompa ish. Very. You know what I mean? Like making lemonade is our job. 
My brother-in-law is like, he's deathly afraid of Oompa Loompas. Is he? Yeah. So one of my nephews <laughs> sent him, my nephew and Liam would send him a new Oompa Loompa every day for like a, two or three weeks. Deathly afraid of Oompa Yeah, like, he's just terrified. It's, they scared him when he was a kid and now he just doesn't like to look at him. Anyway, so Fierce is the last day of school and he says, Dad, uh, you know, I did the last day of school. This was, And I said, no, bud, what'd you do? And he goes, well, I ripped up my mask. I'm like, you ripped up your mask like at the very it's end. It's not of... that he did it that I found impressive. You you told me the story. It's it's why he did it. Go ahead. Yeah, he's like, I just wanted. He said, I think little people should have a voice too, and we should be listened to. So he ripped up his mask and went into the classroom for the last hour. Should be listened. Have ideas. I thought he said we have. Oh ideas. yeah, ideas. That's what it is. Little people have little ideas. Pe- too. Yeah, little people has ideas too. <laughs> that is a great, great answer. Look, I just like to know the American spirit is alive and well. I gave you my hiccups. And you're, yeah, you you shared your hiccups with me. My wife, you know that whole allergy thing. My wife says it was an allergy. She says that we we were I, we were all sick. And I said, what do you mean? Because be. she got Could've it. Been. She goes, she was sick. Could have been. And I'm like, no, you have allergies. She's like, allergies are not contagious. You're an idiot. <laughs> like, excellent point. Um, so in fact, yeah, it might have been sickness. Our kids were, had the sniffles earlier in the week. And so Rachel said, I think you're sick. So it's just that it didn't really play like a sickness because it would come and go throughout the day. But uh, maybe we're, maybe we're sick. I agree with you. It was allergies. <laughs> the super contagious kind it's of allergies. contagious allergy. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, in my family had it. All right. Everyone in your family had it. Everyone in your family is now out of school. My kids are out of school. Whoop, whoop. I, but it's weird now. I don't I, have a weird. No, I'm not. I'm normally excited about it, but I feel like they've been out of school for the whole year. So yeah, good point. Well, and you've been like, the one at home. Oh, yes, I have. By the way, yes, I have. Is your job going to make you go into work yet? So that um, we are allowed to go into work beginning today. Actually, there's a schedule up where you have to book a desk, <laughs> and you come in and book a desk. Yeah, because they have them all spread out and like they're just still doing all the things. They're spraying and hand sanitizing. So they I, didn't really read. Now, anything. if I sound derisive about that, just trust me on this. The CDC came out with the fact that this is that the COVID is not spread by contact. They cannot find right. any examples of COVID being spread by contact. And when and when you when you consider that six hundred thousand people have died, and in America alone, and a couple million nations worldwide. Like, that's a lot of people to draw from and, and find that none of it got spread by contact. They all got spread by aspirating. You breathe it. Right. Like, and so so they came out with that information <clears throat> months ago, but people are still, like, you know, spraying down everything. And it's like, I mean, I get why. Like, I, I sympathize, but it's not real. So can we stop? <laughs> As a person who has hangnails, can I just tell you how treacherous it is to put on hand sanitizer? <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> it's like, oh, gosh, here goes. Like, ah! <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway. By the way, I looked up the mask mandate yeah. uh, for California. So we're aligning with the CDC, okay. which means that... They're trying to say that we get to finally behave like everyone else, but but we're not caving. That's what they're trying to say, right? Probably. So you have to wear... Um, you have to wear a mask on public transit, airplanes, ships, ferries, trains, subways, buses, taxis, and ride-sharing. I kind of get that one. Uber. I kind of get that one and I don't hate it. A bunch of strangers in a small seal box that has bad ventilation. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Because because as we as we just mentioned, it's spread through breath. Yeah, but <laughs> so the diameter of the 
actual virus is smaller than the diameter of the hole in the masks, including the N19s. Well, um, um, okay. K through 12 schools and child care. That one doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, that one's, that makes no sense. And shame on you guys for being cowards. Healthcare settings, that makes sense. Yeah, because that's where people got sick, was like long-term care facilities, right? Makes It's all make, healthcare. Makes sense. And it says including long-term care facilities. That makes sense. Stake and local correction facilities and detention centers. That's, that's, this, that's the only people that got sick <sighs> and died from COVID, not only literally, our, but only generally. Like a in Santa Clarita Valley. In Santa Clarita, yeah. where we live, a bunch of people that got sick were at the prison. Yeah. And they were trying to get it because if you got it, it in the beginning, you got early release. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one doesn't make sense. Homeless shelters, emergency cell shelters, and cooling centers. Those are all homeless things. Yeah. I've been thinking that maybe that's related to... How's a homeless person going to afford a mask? You just get one? Well, they, they, they just, just give you one? Out. They just hand them out. And by the way, I mean, there's a lot... Hepatitis is probably worse in that, in that population than Corona. I, well, I think what it is is that they don't have any way to guarantee that they've been vaccinated. Um. And, and that maybe there's low levels of vaccination. Yeah, but that I mean, can't you just lie? Fully vaccinated people can resume everyday activities without wearing a mask, except. Yeah. So look, I'm feeling good. We're covered, man. We're fully vaccinated. Yep. I'm going to test it all day. I have some good friends that are um, youngish who are not choosing to be vaccinated. And uh, if you're youngish, you're not likely to get uh, very sick from this illness. Uh, if you're youngish and you're not uh, obese and you're not and you don't have other underlying conditions, you're not likely to get very sick. You can get sick. Um, the statistics are really interesting really, because the six hundred thousand. I don't really get it. Just like I mean, like I'm a contrary by nature. You and I were talking about contrary ideas. I'm yeah. a contrary by nature, but like, wouldn't you just want to have that gun taken away from your head? Like, what if you're the one that's healthy that dies? Like, wouldn't you, I mean, you can free. It's free. It's like. Literally free. Let's just do it. Oh, you're, it's even more than free. You can get 50 bucks in some places. <laughs> really? You can oh, get yeah. free marijuana in Northern California. That. The is, governor really, really literally it's <laughs> has, it's a million dollar most, policy. It's the people. most Californian idea of all time. That's hilarious. <clears throat> get some pot. More NorCal than SoCal, but yeah. My mom got a, a job offer from some, uh, some school in Marin County. And she went up there and she was kind of doing the, the uh, what do you call it? orientation welcome yeah. kind of thing, and they're like, okay, so this isn't an official calendar thing, but from this time to this time, no one's in school, and we kind of just whatever. And she's like, well, what happens during that time? It's like, oh, that's the marijuana harvest, and everybody leaves. So up there, I guess it's a big deal. <laughs> All right. My mom's like, I quit. And see, this doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> All right, question. She got for a better you. offer though. That was really what she didn't quit over moral reasons. What are you? So summer's coming up. It's True. upon us. True. It's actually super hot today. It's going to be like 110 outside California. Um, what are you hoping for? What's the best thing that's going to happen to you this summer? Right thing. Right now, the most ex uh, exciting thing is um, Liam's turning in his mission paper. So his application to go on a mission. So yeah. finding out where he goes. And this is the first time we've been able to go through the process because my daughter did the process when she was at school. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. It's kind yeah. of neat. You know, he has his last they, they interview. They've systematized it in a way that makes it pretty easy to follow too. Yeah. I mean, before it was a paperwork, you know, packet. Now it's all online. 
So yeah, but you get these little reminder emails and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Ding, it's, ding. it's pretty cool. Your doctor has not responded. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of fun. Like, um, I, I'm excited about that. That's what probably the most excitement I have. Yeah. The, I have a lot of stress because I want to do something important as a family vacation for before he leaves. Yeah. And sometimes I put in my mind important means grand. Oh, right? yeah. That and makes one sense. of our very favorite vacations we've ever done was uh, a cruise to Alaska. Oh, cool. Have you ever done one? I've done cruises. I haven't done cruise to Alaska. I've never done cruises before, nor have I gone to Alaska. I see. And we were... I was blown away. I mean, I had so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. But those are expensive vacations. Yeah. Because Alaska is usually a couple weeks, too. That's a, that's a long <laughs> no, time. No, no, no. It was a seven-day. You can do a seven-day, a 14-day, 28-day. You can pick which one you want. I mean, like yeah. that. We just went up to the glacier was the farthest north we went and then came back down. But uh, you're probably not all clear on cruises just yet, right? I don't think so. I haven't yeah. really looked into it. But um, it's pretty wobbly. We were thinking about going to Hawaii. But wow, Hawaii's expensive right now. Number one, you know what the most expensive part is? It a rental car. Evidently, they have this huge shortage. Yeah, because they sold all their rental cars when they when they're like, no one's renting cars. You can't sit around and pay car lease fees for thousands yeah. of cars when no one's renting. Makes sense. I get that. But the <laughs> other the other side of me is like, uh, Dude, you can't you can't repeal the law of supply and demand. If 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 supply is constrained and demand is high, the prices go up. Okay, so I have a, can we skip? From anyways, no, I'll figure it out. Well, I'll finish my uh I want to come back to that supply and demand idea. Okay. But put a pin in it. Um so I thought about going to Hawaii and uh we I started booking it and looking at it and it just got to a point where it was like everything's over there is booked up. Yeah. You know, you can't get a car. If we went to Oahu and then wanted to do both sides of the shore, we wouldn't be able to get a car. We'd have to take I don't even know you could do Uber all the way. But so I just kind of like put it off. And now I think we'll probably get a cabin, which is one of our favorite things to do anyway. We'll just get a cabin in the woods and play board games and yeah, on hikes. Stuff. We really like that. Or a road trip. I think, you know, I want to see if my wife might want to go back to Glacier National Park, which is I actually know of a place in Ensenada, Mexico, where you can get really great deals on beach houses. And I've stayed there before. And I want to go out of the country. I wanted to go. I want to. It's drivable. Like, it's, you know, is it? It's like, I mean, it's like three hours from where I used to live. So it's like two hours from the border. So it's like five hours from here. It's not yeah. bad. Um, but, and it's great. And I would go there as a regular deal. Right. But, but then Mexico has, has gotten weird. And so like, I was about to book cause it's, it's really great. It's a great place. And I was about to book and I'm like, maybe I'm just going to check and see if it, if things are still good. And it's not, it's not, a really sleepy town. Right. The cruise ship stop there. You know what I mean? It's chill. So I, so I go Google it. I'm like, Crime rate, Ensenada, like murder rate, Ensenada, like the murder rate's gone up like 50x Whoa! in the last couple of years. I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm not going to go to Ensenada. Is that cartel stuff? Or What's that? Cartel? I mean, I'm assuming it's drug related. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know, but yeah, crazy. I get. I, I mean, fifty X doesn't mean there's thousands of. It's, I think there was like fifty murders. There's like up from one to fifty, but still, it's I not realize, a very big town. So this process has actually brought something weird to me, and that is that I have a, I think I have an anxiety about leaving the country to a place where I don't either know or think I can figure out. So, in, for instance, yeah. I would really love to go to Paris. Yeah, I'm much likely more likely to go to London. Because I speak the language. Yeah. But from what I understand, it's really not that big a deal. You can have translator apps, stuff like that. But I like I look at you who 
speak his speaks another language and, sure. and have been to lived in other countries, and I I never have. Like I I should go Google it and see if things have settled down in Ensenada because it's been a while since I did that thing. Because if it's settled down, we straight up should go down there, both of our families. Because it's literally these houses are literally on the beach, like on the beach. That'd be fun. And and they're like fifteen hundred bucks for the week. That's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. And uh, but then the, the, but the, Mexico, there's but another Mexico part of me. is doing better than they used to. So like all the things that used to be almost free in Mexico are cheaper than here, but not cheap, not free. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, in fact, I went. I actually went to a part of Tijuana uh, a couple months back. And it was nicer than LA. Like this part of Tijuana I was in. I was like, Tijuana? What's happening? Yes. 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 And I remember going to Tijuana to get like those Mexican hoodies and when I was in college. Well, what I'm trying to tell you is sell you gum. There's parts of LA that have gotten bad. (laughs) Uh, And you know the parts I'm talking about. You sell the occasional building there. So Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty tough right now. But I never, anyway. I all right, supply and demand. Uh, supply and demand. Okay, so inflation. You've seen all the news. In oh yeah, consumer. like there's some there's some menacing inflation afoot. Are you worried? <laughs> dun dun dun. I guess so, not. Yes, yes, I am. Okay. What's the fi- l- Let me ask you this. Is it, what's causing it? What's it feels causing like there's inflation? There's no limit. There's no limit to our current leader's ability to to be in denial. And that's what worries me. If we stop all the craziness right now, we'll recover and we'll be fine. But if we keep pursuing aggressive, aggressive print money and spend stuff, that that causes inflation. But I, I, I'm not worried because I'm reading about inflation. I'm worried because I'm experiencing inflation. I'm worried that we're spending more on groceries and it's and it's obvious. Right. I'm worried that I, I, I just went to a meal last night that I used to spend $48.50 on and I spent $65 on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like regular meals. Like, you know, you, if you wanted regular meals, used to be, it used to be that like fast food was $7, fast casual was $9. And and kind of like kind of nice was like fifteen and up. Well, now fast casual is fifteen dollars. I'm like, I got a takeout burrito and some chips, and it's fifteen dollars. Like, what happened? Like, it's different. So I'm I'm experiencing inflation. Um, so that's worrisome. And and I and that's not what worries me though. What worries me is that the leaders are like, I don't know, it seems fine. I'm like, what do you mean it seems fine? <laughs> like it's actually happening. So there you go. That's my spiel. So here's my. Here's my, I may just be naive, right? But isn't inflation right now really just a function of the fact that we were shut down for so long that the materials, and, you know, the, the lumber yard sold all the lumber they had. The, the sawmill had, has sold all of the lumber they had made. And the guys that cut down the trees were, all furloughed because of COVID. Uh, like, there's some supply and demand issues, and there's like car chips, like computer chips for cars. Same thing. Right. right. So, like, yeah, look, I hope so. Cause I hope so. Yeah, let's get the sawmills going. Let's get the car chip manufacturing going, and we're fine. I hope so. Like, yeah, I think that the only really. But, but how does that explain groceries and dining out and beef? 
Like, I'm pretty sure we didn't kill all the cows, right? So why is beef more expensive? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's because when you dump trillions of dollars into the economy and, and money is easier to get, then it's easier for people to ask more for. And you, like, look, I experienced it on the supply side of inflation where I'm like, where I, I never used to, I never used to tip the frozen yogurt person because come on, man. Like I literally served myself this frozen yogurt, but now I'm just like, I don't know. Here's a dollar. Why? Because I feel like I have a dollar. Why? I don't know. Yeah, the administration's policy towards fuel is not going to help because the fuel costs have gone through the roof, right? Yeah. If you shut down pipelines, if you shut down the ability to produce yeah. fuel, yeah. then that's the very basis of our of our economy. You can't... We're, we're, Look, I like what you're saying, though. I, I, I want to be optimistic. I don't want to be like... I don't want to automatically assume that just because like the first things that have gone bad in this presidency looked exactly like the Carter administration, that it's actually going to be that way. I don't want to assume that it is. I want it to be great because I'm, I'm feeling momentum. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that we'll have gridlock back in next, next year. Cool. I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to do much. I mean, he's been pretty marginalized. Yeah. So here's to hoping that everything works out great. Amen to that. All right. So are you going on vacation? Uh, so I have a bunch of vacations booked. There's there's some potential change afoot in my life. Ooh, in the coming, only one eyebrow went in, up. In the, coming, uh, in the coming weeks and months. Uh, positive, positive change, um, which we'll talk more about when uh, it's more publicly talked about. But it could affect my ability to travel for a little bit. So, But what do you have booked? Where are you going? So uh, we have a family reunion in Park City at the at the mountain resort there, where there's the zip lines and the oh, those fun whatever stuff. We, They're totally fun. Part of the time, are, are my Rachel's mom and 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 dad are part of the the. Come on, Randy. Timeshare. Use words. Part of the timeshare there. So we go on there. Which side is so it? So they the... store up their points for a couple of years, and then they take all their kids and their families to that place. Is it on the canyon side or is it on the Park City side? It's on the canyon side. We're adjacent to the zipline. Like the zipline is part of our. Oh, that's super cool. Facility. Are you in the Grand Amer the the big giant one right there at the bottom yeah. of the lift? Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. It's great. It's really nice. We stayed there a lot. Oh, good. Okay. Can you rent that? I thought you had to be part of the timeshare. No, the timeshare people can put it on and then they use it as a hotel. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if you own one. And it's vacant and you don't want it. You can just put it on their system and they'll rent it out based on like oh, that a makes sense. Or you can do it as an Airbnb or you can do You have a lot of options. Cool. It's a beautiful place. So we've I done really, that a bunch of times and I love it. it is, it's nice. It's a lot of fun. We always do one hike while we're up there. And we always, there's this hike that we do. It's, it's like the mountain behind Deer Valley or something. Right. Where you take, where you hike up and then you take a, you take a lift down. Oh, okay. And um, it's super cool. Dot, dot, dot. It's a, lot, it's a lot of straight up walk. <laughs> and so our kids all have a story about like, it was really hard. And like, it was really funny. It's not, I mean, it's only, I don't know. The fact out. that you take it down though, that's kind of funny. It's great. That's have great. you ever done? So, seriously, why don't we take the lift up, up and then walk like, down? There you yeah. go. We that's, get to see the, the view more first. American, that's yeah. the more American thing to do, right? Right. It's <laughs> automation in hiking. So we got that. And then we have a Davis family uh, few day reunion down in San Diego from whence I hail. And then uh, there's a wedding. I'll be going to a wedding. Uh, so I got, a, I, got a, I got a nephew getting married. Shouts, Drew. Uh, I know that uh, Drew's family often listens. And um, So have you ever been to the uh, Olympic Park when you go to Park City? 
I have not. That's really fun. We you can spend Is it a really? good yeah you can spend a day there. There's a cope course. There's a a zip line. There's a tubing, which is really funny. It's tubing down the ski jump. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, like it's so steep that I didn't do it. Really? I was like, yeah, I'll. I'll Man, I'm just gonna sit this I'm gonna one pass, out. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you guys are okay. I got. It drive. was awesome though. I mean, it was like, and then they have zip lines, and they so you buy a pass for the day or something like yeah. that. There's other like a la carte things that you can do. You can go down the bobsled in a bobsled with a driver, and it's because it's summertime. Jeez. It's you're not on. It, it's it, you're on the track, but it's not frozen. So it's so, like wheels. Yeah, it's got wheels. And I've heard it's pretty cool, but that one's really expensive. Yeah, it seems like, like it would eight, be. It's like eighty bucks a person, or something like that. Wow. But then they have yeah. a, they have another climbing course up there where it's there's zip. It's a zipline course where you can climb things and zipline to things. And then they had a uh, airbag. I don't know if that one's still there, but last time we were there, they had these airbags where you could just jump off at, you know, the, like stunt airbag looking things. Oh wow! And you could jump off at like. Five meters, ten meters, fifteen meters, and that was—it wasn't. It never got. You know, good. I am not good at that. That I, one like, was I'm, fun. I'm scared of heights, and so like whenever I jump, I do cliff jumping into like water at a lake or something like that. I'm like, that must have been a hundred feet. And it goes like twenty feet. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? it's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, wow. <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you on that. There's another one that's kind of scary where it's a drop off. Yeah, you have your harness, you clip in, and then you drop off the edge. And it's like a repeller, an automatic repeller. And they can set it to two things. So they're like, do you want gentle or do you want free fall? And like free fall catches you like halfway down before you feel any tension. It's pretty freaky. Jeez. <laughs> so you have to step off the edge and like just trust that you're All right. So this, br- this brings me to an interesting question. I used to, as was previously discussed, we used to take an annual trip to Baja. Yes. And um, whilst there, um, we I I learned something, which was... Sand doesn't burn very easily. There was this one kid that was thought of as a bad boy and a cool kid to the ladies that was that would that would right. travel with us, right? <clears throat> and he's so dangerous and edgy and marvelous Oakley blade sunglasses and his long mane of short front, long back hair. Ooh. Right? Yeah. But what I learned was that when it came to doing actually daredevil stuff, that I was three X the man that he was. Like, <laughs> and, and the ladies at least three X. It didn't register, right? right? Like you look over, I'm like tall, lanky goof, smiling a lot, joking around a lot, right? Like the ladies aren't like he's dangerous. They they, they weren't right. So what I learned was like I like to ride dune buggies on the beach, and and and, to, and I go as fast as they'll go, and just hard swerve and splash through the water. I would ride a quad. I'd wind that quad out, a racing quad. I was probably going 70 miles an hour on the right, beach. Like, right. And I was just, and I, I have a picture of me jumping that, jumping that quad where it looks like I'm going straight for the moon. Right. And, uh, and, and multiple times my leaders would pull me aside. They're like, hey, um, Can you? I want you to have fun. Yeah. But what you just did looks super dangerous. <laughs> Maybe dial it back. And I look over and there's Mr. Bad Boy that the girls are like, he's dreamy. And he's riding like, I mean, he's riding like he's about to get a ticket. It's the weirdest thing. I'm like, uh, okay, so here's my question for you. As you just l- rattle off a list of daredevil things. Yes. What are the daredevil things that you're down for that you'd actually be like, yeah, no, I could do that. And which of the ones would you just cower like a child? Because I've got a list of those too. <laughs> so 
I have a, a few years ago. I I love to snowboard, and I I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good. Um, but I realized I don't enjoy super steep stuff. You don't get the value out of just of of stunt for stunt's sake. No, and I think we had a conversation about this one time when we were gonna go up, and I couldn't go. You know, yeah, and it's like. And you went and like that group that you went where like wanted to go on the steepest stuff ever. <laughs> I, I it just, was quite a day, right? I mean, like I don't, I don't enjoy being terrified anymore, right? So I don't get a thrill from that adrenaline dump that that I kind of like, right? Yeah. I don't need to get that anymore. I like to just have fun. Yeah, yeah. So well, I, what, what, which of the adrenaline things are still fun to you, or well, which, or which even historically have been fun to you? So I, I like to go fast on my snowboard, right? I And that gets me going. Uh, I'll do a lot of different tries on snowboard, especially in powder. Um, so snowboarding is probably the biggest daredevil thing I do. Yeah. I, but as I get older, too, I, I realize, like, I have this funny story. Like, we were at the Sears Tower, which is called the Willis Tower now or whatever. And uh, they ha- at the top of it in Chicago, yeah. they have this step-off place Okay, where you can go out on this glass ledge and because that oh, side see? of the building is straight down and no way on earth okay so i'm there with liam <laughs> no way on earth so we're there we're standing in line i'm there and liam and in the back of my mind i'm saying this is all in my head right there's no way this is unsafe it's all in my head right yeah and i'm but i'm like trying to put a brave face on for my son like you <laughs> He's like 11 yeah. or 12 or something. Right. Are you, re- are you ready for this, buddy? He goes, yeah, 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 I'm ready. And then just as I go to step out on the thing, right, I had gotten an Apple Watch. And, you know, they, they can, it, it, it alerts <laughs> like you. Where this is going. It alerts you when you're. <laughs> your like, heart is your heart, your heart. experiencing unusual activity. <laughs> and it's like freaking out on my watch. It's a because I had just I had literally stepped onto the glass. And I'm like, I couldn't look down. <laughs> I was just trying to be as brave as I could be <laughs> for my son who's like sitting down, wants to stand on his head, doesn't care. <laughs> so I can force myself to do a lot of things I've, I've realized. Uh, I, I, just because I can, I've gotten to a point in life where I can control the idea that terror is in my head. All right, we're going to do a pop quiz. Fastest you've ever been in a car? The hundred fifty, maybe. Wow. All right. I'm probably 135. Fastest you've ever been on a motorcycle? Hundred. That was the dumbest thing I ever did, though. Yeah. I, I and I wasn't driving. I feel like the answer is 100, but I can't think of the time. So maybe more like 85. So I was 100 in the tree streets right as the snow melted. You know all that gravel that that they used to. Jeez. And my and I was on the back of the bike, and my roommate was like just taking these corners, and I thought to myself, well, I got no helmet on. And oh, I, when gosh. I got back, I got off, and I'm like, yeah, that was the dumbest thing I've done. That's the dumbest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Have you bungee jumped? No. I bungee jumped, but off a tower in like a mall parking lot. Uh, have you wait was it fun was it terrifying yes i'll tell you okay so the funny story about bungee jumping <clears throat> so i actually did this before my friend chris's uh it's kind of like our his, his, his bachelor party we all went bungee jumping right <clears throat> funny thing about it is um that i didn't think that i didn't think through i'm like okay i don't like heights i'm i'm only gonna bungee jump this one time it was 80 feet up right right and there was an airbag down below but you're still falling so it's still this i mean you're still falling right, right? And then I'm like, if, if I'm going to do it one time, I want to go ahead first. Okay. So they only had a waist harness. So the way you go ahead first is then you take the rope and, and like the big padded rope 
and you kind of twist it between your legs and you just jump head first. That's how you do it. Right? That seems dangerous. Uh, it, it's not. It, uh, when you say between the legs, it conjures up some panic images. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. It's okay. like they put this giant foam thing around it. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It's like a 10-inch foam thing. Right. You just, it's kind of like putting a giant pillow between your legs. Right. Okay. So, I, and then you twist, you kind of, kind of clench and then you, then you fall. Right. Right. And all these words, clench. Yeah, I was going to say clench. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so I'm, so I walk up to the edge and I'm like, I'm going to go. And I, and I, I, I freeze. I'm like, I, I don't want to go. I'm like, you got to go, man. There's like a line of people behind me. Like they may only make, you know, what did I spend on this? 20 bucks. I don't know. They don't make enough money unless a lot of people go. So they're like, right. got to go. Got to go. And I think the guy actually pushed me. <laughs> like, he's like, go, boom, push me off. And I'm like, woo. And then I can feel the tension come, right? They get close to the thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. I did it. I did the scary thing. How great. How lots of fun with that. But then I didn't think this through, dude. It's a giant rubber band. So then it goes boing. Right. And it takes me up to almost where I was before. And you do and then it, it all again. over again. And I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> and then it does it again. And it's like there's like three of the three full on oh, crap moments before it's over, which is kind of funny. So that's uh, but at the end, were you like, I'll do that again? Uh, it was fun. I mean, I would recommend that people do it, but I'm not dying to do it again. I don't like heights. It's scary. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I'm with you. All right. So have you uh, uh, para- uh, hang glided, paraglided? No. no. Have you parachuted? No. Would you parachute? I don't know. I think I used to say no. I used to say no as well. I had a friend tell me the interesting thing about it. He's like, he's like, what you're thinking of is just this complete panic free fall. He's like, but, but what you're not realizing is that when you kind of lean out of the plane, you feel a ton of air resistance already. And when you fall, you feel air resistance. He's like, so it feels a lot more safe than you think when you're free falling. Well, and once at some point it's you not like lose space where it's just like yeah. this. I've been on a roller coaster one time where I, the drop was so far that I lost the feeling of falling. And from what I understand, that's kind of what happens. You're about, you're, you, 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 you fall for the first three seconds. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden you're like in a free fall and then you're just gliding to the ground. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I could see myself being terrified of it and then liking it would you scuba dive have you scuba dive? i have scuba dive yeah are you a fan uh yeah i like it would you do it again yeah I'd, i i do it when i can I, it's not one of those things where i go super far out of my way to do it but i'd much rather scuba dive than snorkel snorkeling's annoying oh yeah I, I feel the exact opposite have you scuba dived well i haven't scuba dived i i was i was certifying so i was doing like the pool dives and stuff like that right just found the whole thing to be unbelievably cumbersome it is like, it's just like I mean, because I've you done it in warm water. You think of better. like Jacques Cousteau, and you're like twisting, like the, like oh look, I'm I'm swimming with the seal and the green water, and you hear it like, but you don't hear like we don't hear is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's very loud. It's so irritating how loud it is yeah. <laughs> to breathe underwater. I really like scuba diving. I would say that I would do it more. If I if I were in warmer weather, but it looks like you don't associate that as a daredevil activity. Not at all. Yeah. So what? So I'm kind of with you. Where's I guess the insurance companies do though, huh? What's that? Insurance yeah, they do company, actually. Yeah. So Seinfeld actually classified scuba diving as one of the. He's like, I don't like to do any of the activities where the primary objective is to do it and not die. <laughs> <laughs> he goes scuba diving. I see that. He's like. 
how long can you be underwater and not die? He's like right. parachuting. How long can you fall to earth and not die? He's like, I don't like to do those things. They're not fun to me. <laughs> That's actually a really um, funny observation. I agree with that. But yeah, I don't know. As I got older, I just, I, I would rather have fun than be terrified. I don't like to be terrified. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not something I enjoy. I don't mind pushing myself a little bit to see if I can have fun with something that maybe initially you terrified. So your most bad boy is apparently related to masks. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> You're like, you want to do this? Let's well, do I this right now. Scooby, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll take it off. I don't care. You I'll, yeah, yeah. don't make. I'll t- it's yeah. off. I'm breathing what? my air. You're breathing my air. <laughs> You're breathing my air. <laughs> uh, oh, do you think you have to wear a mask when you go scuba diving? <laughs> I can't breathe. That's, that's voluntary. Actually, last time I went scuba diving was because I wanted to kind of sharpen up my skills. And the uh, the better scuba diver you are, the better you can use your the amount of air you have. Right? You can go for a lot longer if you don't breathe in certain ways. So they teach you how to breathe. So it's, okay, it's oxygen or tank. You know. So that was a lot. I was doing that, and then what, what they call the buoyancy dives, which help you control your buoyancy. So you can like say go down all the way to the the bottom of the of wherever you're at, okay, and then float and swim at a level rate, at a level, like you know one foot off the bottom or two okay. feet off the bottom, because what typically people do is mess around with their BC. It's called a buoyancy compensator that you fill it with air and then you fill it with that, and there's an art to it, right? And it's about breathing. Almost everything comes down to breathing. Because your your lungs are your biggest buoyancy. You're filling air into a, a cavity. And if there's so much air in there, then you're going to start floating Oh, up. so you breathe a little shallower so that you don't It's, it's breathe. You're trying to breathe even to conserve air. And you're trying to breathe even to be more buoyancy. And I they, was stunned. Okay, so I, I went to two-thirds of this uh, certification thing. And then we ended up moving in the middle of it. It took place over the course of a couple right. of months. So I didn't finish it, but I was struck by how, how irritating the whole thing was like weight belts and gigantic, heavy tanks. And, um, you got to climb in and out of carrying this stuff and you're wearing giant flippers and like, just the whole thing feels like, yeah, it's very cumbersome, really cumbersome. So it even gets worse when you're in cold weather. Cause then your, your wetsuits are like nine millimeters are real thick, super thick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. And I don't, that's the one thing. The the gear of scuba diving, especially wetsuits, yeah, that's that to me that's kind of the, the irritating factor does get up there pretty high. But so this is why you're like, oh, you don't like snorkeling. Well, I'm like, dude, when I was in Hawaii, Rachel, we had a couple of good snorkels and masks, and a couple of cheap flippers, and we just go to the we go to a couple of great places, and we were seeing all kinds of fish, and it was zero fuss. I mean, I like it. I I like it if you just stay on the surface and looking down. Yeah, but I I can't. Oh, Do actually that. diving? Like I dive down. I want to yeah. see something. I want to pick something up a little and touch bit, it. A little intense. Yeah. But it is fun. It's very fun breathing underwater. That's cool. Yeah, I can only imagine because I, I, I only did it in the pool. You Monterey know, so. was my favorite place to dive and they had like these huge kelp forests. And so you're down like, I don't know, 30 feet. You have another 20 feet below you. Yeah. And you're just going through these kelp forests that at the top are all matted up. You don't think that there's anything in there, but the... The rays are coming through the the water. Is it just beautiful? It, it is sounds... so peaceful and interesting. And then what you that that sound that you're talking about the blah, 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 you know yeah. you get a rhythm to it, and then it becomes like a hypnotic, you know, zen thing. It's really that was my favorite dive I ever did. But it is cold water. Yeah, 
and but kelp is in kelp is my kelp forests are my favorite but i also have done warm driving and that's a lot more fun because you don't have to wear a wetsuit yeah i had a friend who had a weird experience where she was going on a night dive because she's like an experienced and aggressive diver right she's going on a night dive she paid a bunch of money for it and drove took him out in this boat in the middle of the night and um and it was unclear that there was like a weird current and it, the, as soon as she ju- du- like dove in like she f- jumped into right. the water she just started rip drifting away from the boat just Whoa. like gone like and then so they're like so then someone else jumped in so that she'd have a buddy and, and got with her in time but then the, the whole the whole party like they they were searching for people like the rest of the night because it was just a super weird That's super scary yeah because it's nighttime and so it's like they're gone where'd they go i don't know i don't know and so they anyway i think they ended up finding everybody but um but she was sketched out because she had to hang out in the middle of the ocean for hours waiting for i freaked out one time i went out dive with a, a friend of mine who's like diving is his life he loves it yeah and he uh, it's off a of point doom here in southern cal and it was we went out there and he had fluorescent colored flippers i think so i'm like oh i'll never i won't lose them yeah i couldn't see two feet a non not dives that you can't see very well those are scary scary stuff i couldn't find him and i'm like i kind of got this panic feeling like should i just go up and wait and it was kind of a nighttime dive but you did not die not a dive success yeah we're trying to look for lobsters Friends, this has been the Waystation Podcast. I'm William. And I'm Randy. Have a good day.